Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Tosha. Let's start episode 565 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Alan. And he writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. It is great to read other people's problems and challenges. And I would love to hear your re- responses to mine. I took up the organ seriously in 2015 after retiring and I am now 71. I practice every day for at least two hours and my latest piece, which I have just mastered, is the Bach Toccata BWV 538 Dorian. Unfortunately, I do have the occasional bad day when everything goes wrong even bars that never went wrong before. I soldier on, but it often gets worse. Do you ever experience this? If so, what do you do? Hoping to hear from you, Alan. So it's it's very uh, common piece and wonderful Dorian Toccata that Bach wrote, but I'm not sure if he is playing the fugue or not. Well, anyway, I, I I think this kind of problem I have experienced it quite 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 a lot actually many times because when we are talking about toccatas we have this uh, repeated patterns you know, of motoric rhythm and fast tempo and while playing a lot of it it might you know be overplayed so to say. So the best thing for me is just you know, to take a break and maybe to drop that piece for one or two days or even for a few days and then, you know, to start to playing it again, but in a slow tempo. Why is that? Why do you have to take a break? Well, because, you know, if, if I will force uh, it, it, I might ruin it, you know. And I, I might not want to play it anymore. And another answer might be probably that you have to let the unconscious do the work for you while you're sleeping, while you're doing some other things. Your mind still works subconsciously on that piece. I think that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes subconscious practice is more beneficial than conscious practice. 
right? If if we always force it and do it over and over and over again, repeatedly, hundred times, thousand times, and and without no results, maybe yes, we can take a break a few days and then come back and then the piece will start to sound like from from scratch like a fresh piece um, and we will find many interesting new things in it after having away having been away from it for a while you know because you know I, I get this feeling all the time when we are getting ready for our recitals that you no know, you cannot practice you no know, every day in a concerto tempo because you will ruin the piece. That's very obvious. Yeah. And the closer your recital comes, you know, the better you are with your pieces, the more careful you need to be with it. And you need to take a breaks and you need to pr- to practice in a slow tempo. Yes, because it's very tempting to play fast and uh, Yes, because everything is ready, you know, you yes. know everything. It's tempting to pretend that that recital is today. For example, we're recording it on Saturday, and our next recital is a week from tomorrow, on Sunday, yes. in Sweden. And um, and therefore, therefore, we have to try to to peak in that on that day not today not tomorrow not in the middle of the week but on the right day and even on the right time it will be like at 6 p.m. and we have to be get ready so that people in Sweden in the town called Örebro uh, would be uh, listening there and uh, enjoying it the most True. So I be, I guess you no know, the best timing is very important. And uh, when you, you know you are learning and improving your skills, you you need to find you know sort of a pattern that works for you. And sometimes it's the opposite. Uh, true. Yes. Sometimes you can play slow and um, the easy way and and in the calm way for too long and then when the recital comes or public uh, appearance comes you don't know how you can handle the stress of the real tempo because you never tried it so i guess you need to know to play in the concert tempo that's for sure but but after you reach that you know concert tempo and you feel really comfortable in it then you need to know to go back to a slower tempo well, for cases like that, I always recommend recording themselves for people and uh, listening to those recordings. And when you press the record button, you always uh, feel a little bit of stress. Like uh, you can't repeat a mistake, you can't stop, you have to keep going. And that's like a, a little bit similar to a real situation when people are listening to you live. And that's very, very helpful if you really know the level that you are in right now, if you really mastered the Dorian Toccata or not, maybe maybe it's just in your mind that you have mastered, but if you record it, maybe it's another story, you have to check it. And recording yourself, I think, helps also to overcome performance anxiety, too. Exactly, because you are getting... Uh, 
through these multiple levels of stress uh, many times and it's not that stressful anymore, right? True. You know, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Although, this week when I recorded, I think, the spring from the Four Seasons by Vivaldi in the church, it was on Monday, I think, I I was really nervous because I haven't recorded anything from the score uh, in a long while. You know, I usually live stream my improvisations, but that's not the same, right? Because you can make up notes. Or if, if I, you know, perform modern sounding music, people don't know what kind of notes there are. But if it's really popular classical piece like like the Spring uh, from Vivaldi's The Four Season, everybody knows uh, this piece inside out. And I was having a really stressful time uh, calming myself down and uh, focusing because uh, I was actually live streaming this piece when I was uh, recording it. But I had this uh, fail-save button on. I, I I pressed the privacy level to private. Nobody could hear it at that time. And only when I was happy with the performance, I set it on public. So you were cheating a little bit, yes? I was cheating, yes. But the next time I recorded live, it was later on, the different piece, let's say, Bridal March from from Lohengrin by Richard Wagner I did it live and um, and actually played it three times nobody noticed actually on, on Facebook uh, <laughs> three times all three times were uh, good but I chose the best version the last version for YouTube for example I edited it later I guess you know you perform so much you know so many times and you live stream on Facebook that nobody pays any attention to you anymore no people usually listen to the beginning and send likes and hearts and etc and and comment for example but uh, not too many people listen to the end you know yeah that's the same on YouTube too okay guys um, the best advice we could give probably is to to practice slowly and record yourself in this case and then you will know your right your exact level and probably the bars that you occasionally play with mistakes can be fixed and I really you know advise you to take a break oh that's that's a good advice I forgot about it that's like uh, going on a trip and um, missing your family for example if you go alone and you come back you miss your family you start to appreciate it even more yes so that might happen with no Bach's Toccata Dorian and play the fugue also fugue is worth the trouble too our uh, friend Jeremy Owens practiced this piece Toccata and Fugue and uh, Toccata, I think, was easier than Fugue for him. I think that's always the case with 
Tokatas and Fuchs. But he finally mastered this piece, so I'm not no I have no doubt that Alan can do this too. Thank you. This was with us. And Husha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember when you practice miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.